love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Monday, September 16th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Let's introduce everyone and uh, let's see who is is here after Friday the 13th. Let's see who survived. <laughs> oh, there's Drew. You know, I want to see if I can start using the new relaxed NFL challenge rules mm-hmm. for situations around the workplace. I'm going to start carrying a little red flag. Challenging decisions at work. Penalty, throwing yeah. throw yellow flags, right? No, the red the, the coaches throw a red flag. Right, the challenge. challenge. Oh, the flag. challenge, you mean. Huh. Yeah, but I guess if yeah. I'm wrong, would I lose a day off or lose yeah. a lunch break? Yeah, that's kind of risky. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting concept, though. Right. I like that. Like, you know, Sorry, if, boss, I've got to throw a flag. Yeah, like if you see something that you do not like in the workplace, whoop, throw the flag. Challenge flag. Yeah, and instantly you have to go to human resources. <laughs> For review. <laughs> hey, Claire, what's going on? Oh, uh, you know what? I had a great, very busy weekend, but I did this uh, charity bike ride thing on Saturday, and boy, do my sitting down parts hurt. Yeah, but your quads <laughs> look awesome. My quads look great. Dang. <laughs> oh, Better boy. to look good than to feel good, right? <laughs> you know, one time uh, I was a kicker in high school. I kicked, and I completely ripped my right quad kicking. Oh, yeah, kicking that hurts. Be amazing. Sure. How much power comes from right here in the quad from yep. when it, whenever you kick? Usually, sometimes you rip a handy doing that, too. That's true. You know, one time I really impressed Drew. I don't really impress Drew in life, but one time I did when we were actually at Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh. Drew, go ahead. Take it. Take uh, it. We, uh, we 42-yarder. We teed up uh, a ball, and he kicked a field goal from about 42 yards he out. kicked a 42-yard field goal? Oh, yeah. We were on the 25-yard line, I think. Why are you guys surprised? His legs are like giant pendulums. Well, it's true. He you know what? Power? Well, I will yeah, say this. Can, it it looks, makes... on TV, you want to, ah, that guy. And by the way, empty field. There's no one out there. Yeah. And when you're standing on the field of that line, you look. those goalposts look a lot further away and I'm a lot narrower from there. I'm still there. telling you, you're you right. gave it to him way too easy, giving him 42 yards. He could have easy, with those legs, he could probably hit a 60. I have, You weren't there. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think I could. I, I'm telling you, see? I've gotten yeah. 63, 64 in practice, like easy. Uh-huh. I, I used to be able to kick the living boot out of it. That was then. Yeah. This is now. You'd be blowing That's true. Up. You'd be <laughs> ripping off both yeah. quads now know? if you tried right. it. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryder the Youngin, thank you for your words. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I got scared to death by Emily on Friday because we went and saw It. Oh, did it? Was, it, was it scary? It was terrifying, but in the best way possible. But on Friday the 13th was the day she decided to scare me after we got out of the movie. And uh, I almost took her down with me. I, I fell backwards and almost took her with me. Wow. <laughs> oh, yikes. I'm glad you survived Friday the 13th, but you should know Friday the 13th wasn't as bad as, well. It gets bad on Friday the 13th, but it gets worse on Saturday the 14th. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Fits happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your, what are you kidding me, stories of the day. 
Folks, we are here. Good to be here standing by. I'm going to begin now with a story straight out of Kenya. Hmm. There is a politician in Kenya calling for brand new legislation to address the problem of people passing gas on airplanes. <laughs> it's about time. It, it, yes. It is about time. <laughs> it's I mean, it's amazing what, what one little squeaker could do to destroy your flight. You know, I think is even worse than that is people not wearing deodorant on planes. I agree. Because the the gas will come and go and you might have a tough minute or so while it lingers, Mm -hmm. but if you're stuck next to the really smelly person without deodorant, that's a whole flight problem. Yeah. No, I know, but we're talking about the toot. Specifically the toot here. This guy is passing a law to address passing gas. Well, maybe as a, a, a... attachment to that law they can do something about other body orders i agree with that too uh, like if if you smell a certain way or you don't have proper hygiene maybe you shouldn't be able to to fly <laughs> no 100 percent. Right. I, I i agree but that's going to be tough to yeah. legislate now how are we going to measure this right sorry ma'am you stink you can't come on the plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's really simple you just have the sweet little old lady test because who could be mad at a sweet little old lady and you have the sweet little lady whose job is just to smell people and right. if she says Nope. Then that's the test. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Where I have exclusive. What are you kidding me? I right have to fart on a bus or an airplane or in some public place. But you hadn't been farting all that day, so you didn't really know the nature of the beast. <laughs> You only knew there was lots of it. (laughs) In a situation like that, what you have to do is to release a test fart. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of Alaska. Wedgie for the win. You guys remember that that story we did, I believe it was yesterday for the What Are You Kidding Me stories, about uh, the swimsuit wedgie controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the good news is, because of public outrage, it has resulted in a reversal Excellent. of the decision from a race official to disqualify 17-year-old Brecklin Willis, who won the 100-meter freestyle at Friday night's meet. But because her swimsuit rode up during the competition, resulting in a, uh, resulting in a suit wedgie, they disqualified her. I guess, you know, sh- when you get too cheeky in swimming, I guess <laughs> mm-hmm. that, yeah. that kind of stuff happens. Right, but this was her school-issued suit. This That's is not correct. like she decided to wear her favorite right. thong bikini to the meet. Right? That is absolutely correct. So I am glad they reversed it. I'm so glad, too. Uh, that's karma, don't you think? Yes, it is. Wedgies for the win, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. It's The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. As we are getting ready for the show today, just kind of warming up, let's have a little uh, exercise to get the mouth moving, to help us uh, enunciate and to work on our, our diction. Okay. Irish... Wristwatch. I'd like for Claire to begin. Say it five times. Irish wristwatch. As fast as you can. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Whoa. Dang, Claire. That was really amazing. I'm a professional broadcaster. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Hang on.
I, I was I was looking for my. Uh... Oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. Oh, good, oh, good for you. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, here we go. Hey Drew, you want to try Irish Irish restaurant? Ooh, it's hard to say. Once, yeah, it is. Right? It's see. like it's like that word Worcestershire. Mm-hmm. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. 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 Right. Worcestershire. Mm. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. No. Wow. No. And that wasn't even very fast. I screwed up the first one. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Oh. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. It's a great exercise. Isn't it is yeah, good. It's, it's good. tough. What are some of the other ones that you know, like in college, we did, like for theater class? Do you Red. remember any of those? Whether yeah. the weather be cold, whether the weather be hot, we'll be together. Whatever the weather, whether you like it or not. Ooh. Oh, oh no. What about red? Red leather, yellow leather, red yellow. Wait, <laughs> old yellow, old yellow. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> red yellow, right? Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, Double red target. leather, yellow leather. Try that, right of the yellow. Uh, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Good job, buddy. <laughs> very good. Give me Irish wristwatch. 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 I wish we'd stop doing this now. Yeah, Irish wristwatch. I was I in choir. Those, doing were, this. those are what we did. <laughs> this Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And check this out, you guys. Oreo's new mystery flavor is coming out today, and you could win $50,000 for guessing it. I don't know if you remember, they, they announced just days ago that uh, they're going to be running another mystery flavor promotion. They actually did this a couple of years ago, had a lot of success. Uh, everybody immediately knew the flavor was Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> oh, what? what? I, I don't care for this new movement in the Oreo Drew, family. it's Oreos, Drew. I know. This Oreos are fine. fine the way they were. I'm okay for I'm normally a purist as well, Drew, but I'm okay with uh, Fruit Loopy Oreos. Fruit Loopy Oreos. Yeah, I wonder what it is this time. Well, if you guess correctly... At mysteryoreo.com. <laughs> You'll be entered to win $50,000. Like you have to taste it and guess it or just randomly guess what it's going I to be? I think you have to guess what it's going I to be. I think it's random. Okay. Oh, I'm going to oh. take a guess right now at myster- uh, mysteryoreo.com. Pumpkin spice Oreo. Between them. That's too easy. They are, those already exist. Oh! So I don't know if this is you a took new... took away my, my, my Oreo Oreo you're a 50K. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, go get yourself some pumpkin spice Oreos right now. Yeah, you could do that. Guess on something else. Uh, so again, if you want to try to win $50,000, you could enter there. All right, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. Well, last week, the nation observed 9-11, last Wednesday, and uh, there's a lot of reason for remembrance. There's some mourning, and everyone's trying to find uh, some joy in that day, something to be positive and happy about. Well, one family in Germantown, Tennessee found some joy, or rather they delivered some joy. And get this, uh, little Christina Malone Brown was born on September 11th. Right. She was born at 9 pounds and 11 ounces, and she was born at 9.11 p.m. in the evening on 9.11. Her dad, Justin Brown, says, hey, man, I should have been playing the lottery. That's right. That is something else. That's a nice thing. My cousin Blake was also, his birthday is uh, 9.11. So you're right. There's there's always reasons to make yeah, that day. Find something good about it. Yeah, find something great about that really sad day. Claire, over to you. Choose your news. I admit that I'm a Starbucks addict. I do prefer their coffee to just about any other coffee that I've tried, and I really do try. However, I could be persuaded here because there is a website looking for a Starbucks addict willing to 
try a local coffee shop for $1,000. There is a website you can go to at business.org. And you can apply. So that's giving up your Starbucks to try and support a local coffee shop. A local coffee shop. All you have to do is document it on social media that you have made this effort to try this other coffee. doesn't even specify whether you have to be converted to that other coffee. All right, Ryder the Youngin, choose your news. All right, well, my man Drew over here, you review movies. That's correct. Do you think Rotten Tomatoes might be a little corrupt? Yes, absolutely. Because there is an issue going on right now. The Joker movie has been getting amazing reviews, but out of nowhere it's been getting bombed on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm But a lot of the people reviewing have been rating Marvel movies really high. But this one they said is too dark. I don't like it. The Joker movie is it's it's not fun in any way. And but you know what that means? It means it's gonna be great. Well, there's a reason because DC came out with this whole another side of their universe called DC Dark. So the movie's supposed to be dark. It's supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be all those things. But they're out there saying, I don't like any of this. Why is it this you, way? These Rotten Tomatoes movie critics and you know people like Drew, the movie critics, you know they just ruin it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It's it right there good. in the job title. It says critic. Yeah. <laughs> Be critical. Yeah. All right. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. Everybody, what's up? Fitz happens. It's Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Thanks so much for like hanging out with us and staying in touch with us on social media over the weekend. Uh, love that. There's Drew and Claire. And right at the youngin, there was a big discovery made just days ago. And it's a discovery I'm really, really, really excited about. You know, for years, like the past several decades, I mean, a lot of people didn't think that other planets like Earth existed and that there might be the possibility of life uh, in our universe. I've always believed that. I've always believed that there has to, there, there's absolutely something else out there and that something so powerful created every single bit of that. So with that, Ryder the Youngin is right over there getting ready to talk nerdy to me. Because is it true they basically found another Earth? They may have found another Earth. They may have found a place where life exists that isn't on our planet. Now, Drew, you're over there shaking your head. Do you not believe that there's other, like, Avatar-type people out there that we could go live and be one with and, and make little Avatar babies and, <laughs> and, and, and just do it all? Oh, yeah. I stopped believing way into that sentence you just had. I stopped believing at the very beginning of that sentence. But, uh, Drew, it's out there. Well, I don't know. The, the specific conditions for life as we know it are incredibly narrow and incredibly specific. But well, this is... This is um, have you seen the information about, about this planet? Do you have the name of it over there? Yeah, so the planet, now it doesn't have an actual name, but it's, it's referred to as K2-18b. So let me tell you name. about K2. K2 basically is mega Earth. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saying the size of this planet and the water vapor that they detected on this planet is like Earth times, I think they said like 50 or 100 it's there. The water's there. They detected water vapor. Where there is water, there is life. This Amen. is a blue planet. This mm-hmm. is what we would call on Star Trek an M-class planet. <gasps> it is. <laughs> oh my God, is, Claire, I love, I love this. I this love is it. so great. It is, it is habitable for for human life if if that water thing is true. Depending on the condition of the water temperature, yada yada. yada. Oh, just wait. and it's only a hundred light years away. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's like next door. It's like right. boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that's but, in our lifetime? Oh, that, that we'll be... get there and check out with them? Absolutely I think not. that we'll get there. Maybe mm-hmm. not that particular planet. I think we will get somewhere eventually, but I don't know if I want to go. Here's why. Because God put me on this planet, and this is my home. And I feel like if something goes down with it, or if the star of Earth explodes or whatever, then maybe I should go down with the ship. Oh, my, oh, Captain, my Captain. 
<laughs> this is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to Monday. Somebody was arrested for stealing and posing as a surgical assistant? Yes. Well, Ooh. this is a twisty and bizarre story. So this guy, who we think is named James Shannon, 36 <laughs> years old, and I say we think because right? he's been using all kinds of people's identities. He is a felon, uh, but he was working as a surgical assistant, helping oh. doctors in the OR, setting up ORs at oh, several no. different hospitals around Southern California. Was he helping people? He was helping people, but... Here's the thing. He wasn't just stealing from the hospital. He was stealing from friends. He was stealing from neighbors. He was stealing from anyone and everyone he could. This guy's like a one-man crime spree. Well, he's been arrested. He's being held with $1.1 million in bail. I mean, people are saying he was stealing from his coworkers. He was stealing from, like, the locker room, from people's cars. So guys like that, you know, who who, um, have a bizarre uh, set of skills, particularly, you know, living a life of crime— are there ever situations where our government looks at people like that and saying, well, we could use somebody like that in the CIA? Or <laughs> no the- kidding. You've no? seen that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where the guy was Catch me like, if you can. Yeah. Great movie, great book, true story. Or yeah. what about the young kid from, from the state of Washington uh, who was the, the barefoot bandit who, who was like 14 years old, oh, yeah. stealing planes and flying yeah. planes across the country. Yeah. himself to fly airplanes and yeah. then stole private airplanes and flew them all over the country. I'm just yeah, saying people like that. Although, you know, they don't do the right thing, but they're not dummies. Right. No, they're smart. No, you're right. But, but intelligence can be a, a bad thing if it's used, uh, pointed in the wrong direction, let's say. Yeah. And this guy is clearly very clever. However, he's a total creep. I mean, he's been stealing identities and being caught and, and continuing. To, they can't get a handle on him because he keeps <laughs> changing his identity, stealing someone else's and moving on. So, you know, cut him a deal. Put him with the CIA, have him be like a, a, a government spy, and, you know, let's get, I don't know. I think what's scariest about it work. is that the guy was a felon, and he had charge, he'd done prison time for charges that did involve uh, violence with a, with a gun. Like, I think he might have hit someone with oh, or something. Yeah. But yet he chose to work in the surgical field. He chose right. to work in hospital operating rooms under assumed identities and with, assume, with, with made-up backgrounds. What if he just wanted to help people? It's possible. Okay. And there you go. That's the Monday reality check. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Come on. This is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. The first time Blake Shelton heard Craig Morgan's song, The Father, My Son, and the Holy Ghost, he wanted everyone to hear it, and he started an onslaught over radio and DJs. Fitz, you got a tweet from Blake Shelton asking everyone to play this song, and he did it. Craig's song has now reached number one on iTunes, both country and all genre uh, genre charts. It is an amazing, beautiful song written about his son, yes? That's right. And Claire, I actually uh, tweeted Blake Shelton back, and I said, listen, count me in to give Craig Morgan's new song a spin. Uh, and I didn't do it yesterday like I uh, promised Blake Shelton that I would, so I am going to play that song today on the show. Excellent. Cool. Awesome. And, cool. and we have a clip of it right now? Uh, I believe we do, yeah. You, it, hopefully you have it there. In the morning I wake up, give her a kiss to the kitchen. Pour a cup and wake me up and try to rouse up some ambition. I've got 
I just, I just, it's beautiful. I just ache for him, you know, or in anybody who's lost a child, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they wake up, you know, every day with that nightmare, mm-hmm. yet they still face that day. And I just have so much respect for those people. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Demi Moore uh, dropping interesting news uh, somewhat along those lines. She opens up in a new memoir about a heartbreaking miscarriage she had when she was with Ashton Kutcher. They never had any kids together, but apparently that was the plan. And sadly, it didn't happen. She also talks about saving her own mother from an overdose. This memoir has a lot going on. And in order to make sure that you pay attention to it, Fitz, you are going to want to go out and get the latest issue of Harper's Bazaar because Demi poses nude. I love it. And let me tell you what, for 56, I'll have what she's having. I mean, seriously, she looks spectacular. And I think that I've watched Friends enough for all of us. Hang on, I'm still in the Demi Moore. (laughs) He's going to need a minute. You got to let me breathe a second. Uh, but Lisa Kudrow is admitting that it was really hard for her to play Phoebe on Friends for the first three seasons because she had no idea what she was doing. Remember, she was Ursula on Mad About You, Phoebe's twin sister. And so she was a little bit confused with herself about what exactly it was she was going to do. And it took her a few years to figure it out. Does anyone know? I- I've always wondered this. Was that intentional? Did they yes. end up just saying, oh, hey, she plays another similar character on another show. Let's just write them in together. Or was she was the character of Phoebe originally planned as Ursula's sister? No, I don't I, know. I, I think some clever writer went yeah. back and said, we need to do this. Because it was basically the same character. Uh, she's on a podcast called Hiking with Kevin, and she admitted something else. Did you see, when you look back at the tapes, did you see a big difference between Phoebe the first year and Phoebe the fifth year? Well, I haven't seen the show. Uh, you never watch it? Uh-uh. No. You want to watch it? I should. <laughs> I hear it's good. Wow. Lisa Kudrow's never watched Friends. Never watched it. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll watch it. It's weird. Some people are like that. They they don't want to see themselves on TV or film or hear themselves on the radio. But how could she escape it? It's amazing. You know, there you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. He's taller than a Jolly Green Giant. By golly, it's the tallest radio personality in North America. It's the Fitz Show. You know those stories that we all have that are so unbelievable, but they're really true? Where you literally have to kick off the conversation with, believe it or not. (laughs) Believe it or not, the stories are true. Don't ever let anyone try to bullshit you. Maybe you should be dead, nearly chopped off your head. Fitz's show is on. Believe it or not, he's a giraffe, rap, 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 rap. He's a giraffe, a giraffe. Thank you. Katie, believe it or not. Believe it or not, I have never pet a dog. Oh, that's just tragic. You've never pet a puppy dog before in your life? I'm allergic. I can't. Like, how allergic? Like, when you pet a dog, do you start swelling? Well, I've never pet a dog, so how would I know? Wow. wow. Good point. Nice point. <laughs> you ever touch one, like, with gloves on or something? Uh, I don't think so. No. You must must be I the remember. dander. You can't even get yeah. close. Do you yeah, have an urge to, like, pet a dog? Do you, like, do you love dogs looking at them? Like, do you want to pet them? I mean, they're cute, but I'm more of a cat person, so oh. it works out. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pet more for you. Okay, thanks.
All right, Sean, believe it or not. Believe it or not, I once fell 25 feet off the side of a mountain and landed in a mattress. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Should we ask why there was a mattress on the mountain? I don't know, but whoever put it there, thank you. I want to know what kind of mattress that was. So you know, I want to know if any of his skin touched it. Yeah, Ugh. I think it's the dumped on the side of the mountain yeah. kind of mattress. Is there is there video of this? Is there any documentation of you falling off a mountain and landing on some sort of Tempur-Pedic mattress? Unfortunately, there there is not. I think it was more of a Sealy variety. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it it did, whoever did it. I I was walking on a trail, and it was just after a rainstorm, and I slipped and. Uh, uh, I was scooting down really fast and bouncing. The next thing I know, I'm I'm resting delightfully on a mattress, and I missed the pillow by about six inches. Well, but, when, uh, I landed so hard, it bounced me right up, and I almost stood up off of it. So. When brands compete, you save. <laughs> I think it was a steely posturepedic, uh, if my memory serves me right. Yeah. All right, believe it or not. Okay, believe it or not, I married my skydiving instructor that I met when I went skydiving. Oh, you did not, you dirty, dirty Maria. I'm not so dirty, but what are you going to do? I mean, they're riding on the back of you. (laughs) Oh, my God. You better buy me dinner or marry me. (laughs) Well, well, uh, I think it's very important to know how was that landing? It was soft. It was a soft landing, and a year later we got hit. <laughs> oh my gosh! Congratulations to you. Thank you. So check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. We're now. We're gonna kick this thing again. Now back to the Fitch Show. Fits happens every day. We try to make every show feel like a Friday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Thank you for checking out the show. Uh, there's Drew and Claire and Ryder the Youngin is here. It's still pretty much back to school time. Uh, you know, we're several weeks into it. I thought it'd be a good time to kind of catch you guys off guard today with um, something I like to call... The Little Miss Back to School Pageant. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet our competitors right now for Little Miss Back to School. We're going to kick it off with Mr. Typey Fingers over there, Drew. Get out, get, get, quit being court reporter over there. Well, I'm you, you looking are gonna, right at you and smiling. You are going to be involved in this pageant. You're not going to be able to get out of it. <laughs> Claire, you're also in the pageant for Little Miss Back to School. <laughs> Absolutely. As well as Ryder the Young. And Drew, I'm going to oh. kick it off with you. Okay. <clears throat> Drew... First of all, are you glad to be in Little Miss Back to School pageant? I am so glad to be here. It's such an honor to be selected among so many great comedi- uh, uh, competitors. Sorry. Well, you could say comedians. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Drew! Yes? As a contestant in Little Miss, Back- Little Miss Back to School, what is one thing that you would like people to learn from your social media profiles? I would like people to learn Particularly that, your Instagram. I would like people to learn that, that craftsmanship is not dead. That you can go out there with even just basic tools, hand tools or otherwise, and, and do something, make something, create something 
out of smaller parts that you can use in your life, whether that be woodworking, whether that be working on metals or working with cars. Drew, your time is up. Drew, what do you have to say to all the young people listening right now to the, the, the sort of people that you follow on your Instagram page, mm-hmm. Critical mm-hmm. Drew, yes. fitness model people? Well, I also follow a lot of car pages and, and craftsmen. Craftsmen. Sorry. Claire, over to you. <laughs> yes. Claire, if you could go back in time, what is the one piece of advice you would give your younger self? I believe in terms of education and back to school, I would tell myself to take the typing class instead of French. Uh, While French is fun, uh, (laughs) typing is practical, and I'm a terrible typist, and I think that I would enjoy that. Second choice would be Spanish, which is more useful than French. Voulez-vous la beurre? Whatever. Would you like the butter? Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Fitz. Thanks for being a little miss, little miss back to school. Ryder the Youngin. Hello. Ryder the Youngin, I'd like to ask you, what have you done or what are you doing now in your own life to help save our environment? Well, I make sure not to use plastic water bottles anymore because they do nothing but fill up uh, landfills. They help destroy the environment. I always make sure to use a reusable bottle of water. Mm. Aren't you drinking a bottle of Coke over there? That's plastic. No, no, that's not, that's not mine. Right of the onion, you are disqualified from Little Miss Back to School. He, he planted it, I swear. I think we need to do a Little Miss Back to School pageant throughout the entire week. That was round one. Excellent. Taking your votes right now. Who should win uh, uh, today's event of Little Miss Back to School? We'd love to hear from you right now, Drew, Claire, or Ryder the Youngin. We're back tomorrow with the continuation of Little Miss Back to School. Just be real. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fit welcome, Show. Welcome. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. We do the good stuff every single day. I do the good stuff every day around this time because good feels good, and it's so important. To, to share the good going on in the world, especially when there's so much craziness going on. Recently, there was, a, there was a couple in Pennsylvania, and they held a community baby shower last week. A community baby shower. And they gave out gift baskets to 150 new moms and dads who are struggling. Whoa. Who didn't get to have a baby shower of their own. That is not cheap. No. I can't imagine, right? Everything baby is expensive. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that takes a village. We have a village, which we are so grateful for. But what about the people that don't have a village that can just use a little extra help? I've had mothers say, you don't know how much I need this. Every note says something different. But what is consistent is that you matter. You are loved. So is your child. And we're happy to be a part of the village with you. Ah, that is so cool. And it does take a village. Mm-hmm. It starts amazing. young. That that kind of like support, you know, how, how you do later in life, those first couple of years are so important. So important. And getting the parents the support they need, just based like a car seat. Yeah. Things like Ryder was saying, those things are so expensive to get yes. the good solid ones. Yeah. And uh, as well as diapers and things. And what a what a wonderful gift for those people. And a little bit goes a long way. You know, I was, I was uh, uh, a young daddy. I had my oldest son, Corbin. I was 19 years old. And there were times where, you know, and, and I'm just being honest, where I felt I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. And I wish, yeah. right. you know, I, I wish maybe I did have the opportunity to, to chat with people about how my life was going to change. And so and you hear about something like that. And these, these moms and dads, uh, many of them young, struggling, they get this gift basket and there's a little bright light for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little yeah. something that says everything's going to be OK. It says someone cares. Someone yeah. cares. Mm-hmm. And. 
it's so important for all of us to know that at least we have someone who cares. Yeah. Well, just sometimes someone. That, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Just that little thought mm-hmm. from somebody else saying, hey, you matter. You matter, writer. Oh, dang it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever look at me like that again. You're <laughs> so sweet. You little puppy dog eyes. <laughs> all right. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fitz happens. Live. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. My name is Father Fitz. Do you have something to get off your chest? Do you have something you want to tell the other P1s listening right now? We don't read phone numbers, just your messages. Loaded with truths and confessions and thoughts you can't share with anyone. You tell us, we tell everyone. You feel better. <laughs> Text the truth. Drew, go ahead. You can kick it off. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff we love. Uh, my boss is out of town for the week, and I'm just using this time to job hunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got one. Uh, hey, Fitz, to the person who I crop dusted in the supply room, hashtag sorry, not sorry. You're a jerk anyways. <laughs> uh, truth is, I think Fitz is addicted to video games, and that's why he was late to work today. Hey, hey, My not bad. true. My bad. I haven't really started that yet, but Ryder the Youngin <laughs> is getting me there. Ryder the Youngin, go ahead. Uh, everyone at my job seems to think that I'm the only one that knows how to work. It's irritating when you're the only one working. Drew, did you text in? Yeah. <laughs> Get back to work, Ryder. Hey, Fitz, I have a crush on one of my best friend's best friends. Ooh. Well, good for you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just started tracking my food. No wonder I'm fat. Oh, <laughs> oh dang. That's a truth. Oh, my wife and I are swingers. I wish everyone knew double lives are hard. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, well... I All think right. they have an app for that. Yeah, I think they, they do. do. I think they have a lot of apps. I'm for Ashley sure Madison, that Bumble. Difficult to get that information out there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, Fitz. My boyfriend lives in Florida, and I have a booty call for a while. He is gone. Mm. Uh, wow. Again, real quick. <laughs> it's text the truth. Do you have something to get off your chest? We don't read phone numbers, just your messages. Go ahead, Drew. My brother is a jackass. I love him as a brother, but I can't stand him as a person. <laughs> uh, huh. I almost never wash my bra. Wow. Oh. Neat. Wow. Dang. That's oh. TMI. No, why is that completely grossing me out right now? Oh, that's, believe me, it's gross. It's a lot of sweat. Yeah, it is. Hey, Fitz, uh, I'm in love with my boyfriend and regret being too scared to tell him before he left for training for a month. Wow, that's a... Mm. I found $400 in the lobby of a hotel uh, that I stayed at overnight and did not return it. Anybody else missing 400 bucks? I feel like I'm missing 400 bucks after yeah. that hotel I stayed at. I like this. <laughs> Sometimes I put headphones on at work. There's no music playing. I just don't want to socialize with my coworkers. <laughs> hey, Fitz. Uh, a sister I just met, my mom gave her up, is coming to visit, and I'm not really excited. She's immature, and I have enough on my plate. Wow. See that's you know that's where the that the twenty three and me that just sneaks up on you. Yeah, no kidding. You know, <laughs> oh my goodness, this one oh, right oh, here. Oh no, you you take that one. Are that, you doing the tree? What? No, I was gonna do the one after it. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Are you doing the? Okay. I yeah. climbed a tree above my brother when I was a kid, and I peed on him. I told him it was an accident, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> this I thought might possibly be Drew. I won the lotto and never told my wife that I have a secret Corvette. Oh <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, text the truth. Number one. It happens live. 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 The legendary.
Fitz Happens. Live. Live. Welcome back to the show, folks. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. What's up? My name is Fitz. Uh, follow me on Instagram right now. Go to Instagram and search follow Fitz. Two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. Drew, where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, at Critical Drew. Critical Drew. All right. What about you, Claire? At Claire Beverly Radio. And Ryder the Youngin. At Ryder the Youngin. Youngin spelled Y-O-U-N-G-N. A couple of days ago, uh, I can't believe I, I, I haven't been going crazy about this on social media, but a couple of days ago, somebody followed me on Twitter. I know I texted each and every one of you, but this is a big... This is big. Pretty huge. Big if you're an American. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, maybe where he heard me or something, but the guy who killed Osama bin Laden, the operator, just started following me on Twitter. Wow. And I'm kind of... Is this a SEAL Team 6? SEAL Team 6. Wow. Uh, and I am, I am still just freaking out about it. And you remember, so this is the actual SEAL Team 6 member who, who pulled the trigger, who made the shot, right. and then later wrote a book, right. which was cleared by the Pentagon, That's but true. still a lot of people weren't happy with him because they're saying, even though the Pentagon cleared it, you still broke the code. Like, what we do in SEAL Team 6 is we don't talk about it. We just period, we don't disclose it. Right. But he felt like it was such an important event that it, it, the people deserve to know what went on, and of course, again, was cleared by the Pentagon. His name is that. Robert J. O'Neill. And he is the guy who killed Osama bin Laden. Follow me on Twitter, so that means we're like best digital friends now. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully one day we'll have him on the show. Uh, but you talk about breaking that code. So you're right. If he, if he broke that code, there's also a lot of other SEALs that broke that code. I mean, if you go back and even look at that movie uh, that Marcus Luttrell, the Navy SEAL, did. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor, right? He also got a lot of flack. And, and and you're absolutely right about that. There's a, there's a lot of SEALs out there that are still like in shock saying – you. Navy SEALs don't do that. But you know what? If I were the dude who killed Osama bin Laden, hell, I'd want to tell the world too. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? He killed Osama bin Laden. The guy, if you remember, uh, you know, who, who killed a lot of people uh, just days ago, 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to get political or anything, but uh, yeah. His Twitter handle says, Navy SEAL, New York Times and Sunday Times bestselling author public speaker and co-founder of Your Grateful Nation. And we, we are a grateful nation. Really, anybody who signs, signs up and serves in any way, shape, or form. I think maybe mm-hmm. the line maybe yeah. the line he was looking at is, mm-hmm. this was obviously a very public thing. We know that we went after and got Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Now, and maybe that's why he felt, okay, that this is a story America needs to know. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are other operations that, that exist, live, die, go on, and every day, right? that are never public information and, yeah. and need to not be public information sure. because of global politics. And those would certainly be the kind of operations you would never disclose. Yeah. So maybe that's why he thought this was, was different and okay to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that one mission is bigger than any other mission. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this was no, a no, big mission. This was a public, yeah, yeah this right. was globally public information. right. right. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah, you're, Americans wanted to, they wanted to get their resolution, right? They, they deserve, wanted their payback. They deserve it. Yeah. yeah. And now, this is The Fit Show. Hey, what's up? It's The Fit Show. Oh, I wanted to play this for you. I, I just saw this a couple of days uh, ago. It's trending right now. There was this little daddy and his young daughter. They were holding a sign with a message on it. And then he read it out loud, and when he got to the part where it said that she's going to meet the Jonas Brothers, you know, 
She screamed about as loud as you could expect. This is so cute. Ryan says, I have no clue. I'm going to the Jonas Brothers concert tonight. What? <laughs> <laughs> was that you? Yes. Is that a no? Do you want to go to the Jonas Brothers concert tonight? Oh, isn't that great? Yes, it's amazing. I just thought that was so cool. Oh, 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 oh what is up? It's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. Special back to school edition today. I cannot believe that someone broke into my garage and stole the limbo stick. Seriously, how low can you go? <laughs> oh, I'm not you sure know, what's lower. I saw it coming and it was still funny. I know. That I, is... I was mouthing it as I was saying it. I knew it. Uh, it's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> Because dad, your jokes are the worst. F-I-E with a C. Fitz happens. Live. 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 The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Welcome back. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Check in. Say what's up wherever you are right now. Just uh, pull up Facebook and message us. Go to Facebook and search Follow Fitz. We're getting ready for the good, the bad, and the gossip in moments. Blake Shelton has raised a song to number one, but it's not one of his. And you are going to love the song and the artist that Blake is lifting up. Right now, Drew, standing by with the Monday reality check. The charred remains of the conception were lifted out of the water nearly two weeks after that deadly fire killed 34 people on board. A roving watchman required by law to stay awake and walk the decks overnight was asleep when the fire began at 3.14 in the morning. Oh, no. Yeah, so this is dealing with that boat, the conception. That was a dive boat, commercial dive boat uh, with a bunch of tours on it um, that, that went... It burnt to the ground or burnt down to the water, uh, taking 34 of the 39 people aboard. Now, there were a lot of questions about this, and obviously they're investigating this. And a lot of people have questions because it was it was a recreation boat. People were there having a vacation, and this is a terrible tragedy um, to, to have them lose their lives over it. Now, what we've learned now, uh, one thing is we were discussing the nature of the death of the people trapped below deck. And autopsies on those bodies determined that they did die of smoke inhalation before they were burned. So it's a case where they probably died in their sleep. As the smoke uh, filled the cabin, it, it basically took out all the air in the cabin. and So they were dead before mm-hmm. they burned, which is a tiny bit of comfort uh, mm-hmm. for friends and relatives. Uh, only five of the crew members who were above deck were able to uh, get off the boat and, and survive, and it did turn out now that the guy who was tasked yeah, because with they weren't they weren't locked in. All they had to do was jump off. Right. Well, it's yeah. not locked in. It's just that when you're below decks, there's not that much, you know, air, right. and so any small fire consumed in. all they the air. Not, they were not. They were not locked, locked in. in. They just the, died in their sleep. Right. The fire hit in a position of the stairwell where they couldn't get in. They couldn't get out, even if they had been awake, which they weren't. Right. But the people that wanted to fight the fire couldn't get down and yeah. help them mm. at all because there was only one way out, which was that stairwell. Mm. All right. There you go. And the he mon- was asleep. The fire watchman yeah. was asleep. All right. There you go. The Monday reality check. The Fit Show. Straight out of country. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go straight out of country right now. Uh, back from a, uh, a, a good weekend. Hope everybody's refreshed. We're starting off. We're going to get through this week together. My SFA secret freaking audio source, Jeff from Nashville. First name Jeff, last name can't tell you, but his first name is Jeff. Last name from Nashville. <laughs> Works for a record label in Nashville. He sent me some pretty cool audio. Uh, Luke Combs with Brooks and Dunn uh, on, on uh, his brand new song, One Too Many. Check it out. There's no stopping me once I get to go and put a can in my hand, man, I'm wide. A tick-tock of that clock is like a time bomb. Oh my god, I love it. Luke Combs is making a great live show yes. singing about beer. He sure yeah. is. Five, four, three, you know two, what he's one, doing? He, he's many. fishing. He's looking for that Budweiser sponsorship. Yeah. He wants a right, Budweiser dollars. Have you heard um, the Brooks and Dunn reboot album? I, I, I've heard like five or six cuts from it. It's where Brooks and Dunn have, have made this brilliant decision to sing a lot of their classic songs with current new country artists. Is that the one where Luke sing Brand New Man with them? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Oh, nice. And I'll tell you what, Luke Combs and Brooks and Dunn sound so great together. They should, they should kick out, you know, uh, Kicks Brooks, send him away. He doesn't sing anyway. And they should just make it Ronnie Dunn and Luke Combs. Uh, um, Combs and Dunn. D- no, Dunn and Combs. Dunn and Combs. <laughs> Dunn and Dunn. Yeah, Dunn. <laughs> I'm telling you, they sound great together. Kicks was never much of a, a really singer anyway. He just kind of sits there in the background and fiddles. Okay, obviously nobody. <laughs> I guess everybody agrees. I don't. Nobody I don't, wants to go there. I don't want to get on the wrong side of kicks. So yeah. I'm just staying over here in my corner. Well, that's all right. You know what? He's my competitor. He does a, a weekend countdown show, uh-huh. and I do a weekend countdown show. So I'm going after you, kicks. I'm slinging it. West coast, east coast. What's up? <laughs> okay, Tupac. Oh uh, yeah. Tupac. That's Tupac. But, uh, not in your case. <laughs> I don't even have a one pack. <laughs> we just took you straight out of country. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And members of the same family serving together is something that we talk about a lot on the Troop Salute. We know that a family tradition of service is not uncommon. But the individuals we are saluting today bring another level of commitment to that family service. And they are the first to accomplish a very lofty achievement. Today we salute Major General Maria Barrett of the United States Army and Brigadier General Paula Lodi, also of the United States Army, The two Army generals we salute today are sisters. 
What? Major General Barrett is not only the senior officer of the two, but she is the older sister to Brigadier General Lodi. You know, having two service members is not at all uncommon for one family, and even having two officers is not unusual. But having two generals serving at the same time in one family is extremely uncommon. And there's never been another occurrence of two sisters achieving the rank of general ever. This is the first time in the 244-year history of the United States of America and the United States Army that it's ever happened. Brigadier General Lodi is the Deputy Chief of Staff for Operations in the Army's Surgeon General's Office and was just promoted to the rank in July, while her sister, Major General Barrett, commands the Army Network Enterprise Technology Command. And both are outstanding officers and outstanding soldiers, according to the Army Chief of Staff. And I'll tell you what, we think that both of these women are icons of, of strength and intelligence and, and perseverance and possibility. To all the ladies listening right now, little girls listening, including my little baby girl, Drew, going to school, who always asks me, Daddy... Can girls play football, Daddy? Can, you know, yes, girls can play football, and girls can be generals. Yeah, girls can be generals, and that is why we salute Major General Maria Barrett of the United States Army and her sister, Brigadier General Paula Lodi of the United States Army. And you know what I'm about to do? These are our fearless females. These girls. <laughs> uh huh. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, you can send me a message on Facebook. Just search Follow Fitz. This is the Fitz Show. And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you, folks. So good to be here. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Special shout-out to our P1s who set this show as the number one button on their preset. I mean, you guys sent me some amazing what-are-you-kidding-me stories over the weekend, and I appreciate you for that. For When you do that, when you send me a what-are-you-kidding-me story, that makes you an embedded what-are-you-kidding-me field correspondent. That's right. It's, it's actually a high honor with a very low barrier to entry because all you have to do to be a P1 is just lock this show in in the number one preset. Just keep it there. Lock it in, leave it on, and that's how you become a P1. You can then claim the title. Uh, I'm going to kick off the What Are You Kidding Me stories now with a story out of the dating community. You better save for those dates. Brand new study found that over the course of uh, uh, your life, the average American will spend $121,082 on dates. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. You're questioning the authenticity of the What Are You Kidding Me stories. Is that the average American or the average American male? Because I think traditionally still the guy pays for most dates. Oh, not anymore. Now the ladies are taking care of everything. They yep. don't, they don't need... Where were these ladies? been on the scene there, Drew. Where yeah, these ladies when I've been well, dating? The ladies yeah. don't need men anymore. I mean, right. haven't you heard that song from Runaway June, We could, uh, Buy My Own Drinks? That's right. Uh, what's that one line? I where, can buy my own drinks. I can call my own cab. Yeah, but what's... I all that stuff by myself. <laughs> right or the youngin, can you pull that lyric up? Yeah. I think she it's, just it's something it. to the and effect the end, of yeah. I could I could you know they basically mm-hmm. they don't need a man no. at all anymore. No, we really don't. And <laughs> or you know anything what? is what I'm And we don't want to be beholden to anything, so we're going Dutch. Well that that'd be That's great. Really I sad, wish that though. happened more for mm-hmm. me. I don't know why you guys just won't accept that we just want to it's our way of saying, Hey, you're you're kinda cool. I'd like to get this for you. This is on me. I think women need to accept that it that it's coming from the right place. Uh, Instead of look at it like 
Well, is this guy trying to get this because he thinks that I can't buy my own stuff? Because that has been our experience. Oh, interesting. And I, so I'm with Claire. More, more often than not, that is the case. Yeah. I wish I ran into more ladies who were dying, fighting me for that bill. <laughs> trying to pay. <laughs> no, I'll take my half. I'd be like, sweet. Hey, do you have an interesting situation with you and your girlfriend? You've been with her for like 12 years or whatever. Don't you guys still kind of like split everything? Yeah. Yes. Yes and no. That is still the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. Why is that weird? Because, I mean, you've been together that long, yeah. right? Yeah. You're not married. You're still right? splitting everything. At what point are you going to become one what? and share out of love? We are sharing out of love. No, you're not. You're doing your own thing. That, that, that means any one of you guys can pick up and leave whenever you need to. And that's what makes us so strong is that there's nothing holding us down. We're all here of our own free will. Oh, no. There's no legal document requiring me to be here tonight. Oh, there's no boy. bank account yeah. to unmerge. Yeah. It's like any one of you, though, could bail at any time. It's like tearing a piece of paper in two and going Isn't that scary for you? you? No. Going into the world? No, it's confidence inspiring. She's here because she wants to be and vice versa. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Do you have that lyric from uh, Runaway June? I do. So the, the lyric is, I can medicate my own headache. I can be my own boyfriend. I could be my own boyfriend. That's what I was getting at. They don't need us. You guys don't need us. So at least let us buy you a freaking meal. (laughs) (laughs) You three are welcome to buy me a meal anytime because you know you ain't getting nothing. (laughs) And there you go. Wait. Claire, what are you kidding me? (laughs) This is the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. The first time Blake Shelton heard Craig Morgan's song, The Father, My Son, and the Holy Ghost, he wanted everyone to hear it, and he started an onslaught uh, over radio and DJs. Fitz, you got a tweet from Blake Shelton yeah. asking everyone to play this song, and he did it. Craig's song has now reached number one on iTunes, both country and all genre chart uh, genre charts. It is an amazing, beautiful song written about his son, yes? That's right. And Claire, I actually uh, I tweeted Blake Shelton back, and I said, listen, count me in to give Craig Morgan's new song a spin. Uh, and I didn't do it yesterday like I uh, promised Blake Shelton that I would, so I am going to play that song today on the show. Excellent. Cool. Awesome. And, cool. and you, we have a clip of it right now? Uh, I believe we do, yeah. You, hopefully you have it there. In the mornings I wake up, give her a kiss, head to the kitchen. Pour a cup, wake me up, and try to rouse up some ambition. I just, I just, it's beautiful. I just ache for him, you know, or in anybody who's lost a child, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they wake up, you know, every day with that nightmare, mm-hmm. yet they still face that day. And I just have so much respect for those people. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Demi Moore uh, dropping interesting news uh, somewhat along those lines. She opens up in a new memoir about a heartbreaking miscarriage she had when she was with Ashton Kutcher. They never had any kids together, but apparently that was the plan, and sadly it didn't happen. She also talks about saving her own mother from an overdose. This memoir has a lot going on, and in order to make sure that you pay attention to it, Fitz, you are going to want to go out and get the latest issue of Harper's Bazaar because Demi poses nude. I love it. And let me tell you what, for 56, I'll have what she's having. I mean, seriously, she looks spectacular. And I think that I've watched Friends enough for all of us. Hang on, I'm still in the Demi Moore. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's going to need a minute. You got to let me breathe a second. Yep. <laughs> uh, but Lisa Kudrow is admitting that it was really hard for her to play Phoebe on Friends for the first three seasons because she had no idea what she was doing. Remember, she was Ursula on Mad About You, Phoebe's twin sister. And so she was a little bit confused with herself about what exactly it was she was going to do. And it took her a few years to figure it out. Does anyone know? I- I've always wondered this. Was that intentional? Did they yes. end up just saying, oh, hey, she plays another similar character on another show. Let's just write them in together. Or was she was the character of Phoebe originally planned as Ursula's sister? No, I don't I, know. I think some clever writer went yeah. back and said, we need to do this. Because it was basically the same character. Uh, she's on a podcast called Hiking with Kevin, and she admitted something else. Did you see, when you look back at the tapes, did you see a big difference between Phoebe the first year and Phoebe the fifth year? Well, I haven't seen the show. Uh, you never watch it? Uh-uh. No. You want to watch it? I should. I hear it's good. Wow. Lisa Kudrow's never watched Friends. Never watched it. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll watch it It's weird. Some people are like that. They, they don't want to see themselves on TV or film or hear oh, themselves yeah. on the radio. But how could she escape it? It's yeah. amazing. You know, there you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. Now back to the Fitz Show. So let's kick it. Fits happen. Live. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, here it comes. Yeah. Gonna motivate, abbreviate. Yeah. You know it's Monday motivation. We're gonna give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. Believe it. to do this on a Monday. And I'm going to kick it off with this. All right. Everybody ready for your spirit snaps? Spirit snaps if you like the motivation, okay? That's really important, spirit snaps. A negative mind will never give you a positive life. Ever. Mm. All right. (laughs) I dig it. Do you dig this? And also never stop learning because life never stops teaching. Do that. Spirit snaps. Drew, Monday motivation. Come on. The elevator to success is broken. You're going to have to take the stairs. <laughs> You're saying you got to climb. You got to do it the hard way. You yeah. got to push it. There is no direct route. You got to do the work. That's right, folks. Yeah, Drew. Don't expect it. You get some spirit snaps. Yeah. Claire? If you're always trying to just be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Go be amazing. Go be amazing today, you guys. Go be amazing. (laughs) Right of the young and go ahead. You'll never know if you can fly unless you take the risk of falling. Mm. Wow. A lot lot of uh, quotes involving like elevators and falling and Mm -hmm. stairs today. Well, mine are always like superhero like influence. So (laughs) this happens live. Oh, yeah. What have we learned today for Monday, September 16th, 2019? I'm so excited, you know, coming up soon. 21st night of September. Do you remember the 21st night of September? I want to have a uh, September, uh, uh, 
September 21st party. We need to. But anyway. Right. Yeah. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up from our show today. Here's what I learned. I learned that uh, two people actually tried to invade Area 51 early. Two teenagers were trying to, quote, see them aliens. The government has said they're not going to let you see them aliens, but two teenagers already tried to storm Area 51. Ryder the Youngin, are you still planning on being there? I'm going to be there. I'm still debating on storming it. <laughs> going to watch after them hearing, I would After love. hearing they are arresting people. I need, the right, I need the right amount of liquid courage to storm it, but being there, I'll totally be there. Listen to me. So, wait. It, in, in the day everybody's supposed to storm it was yeah. what what day? September 20th. We're coming up on it. I would like in some way, shape, or form to get you there. I know you think that we're just joshing you and kidding around right now, but I really wish that we could at least get you a little Motel 6. You guys send me to, there. I'm going. I'm not joking. Certainly there are going to be people around. You could be a great correspondent chatting. Yeah. I'll lead them. I'll lead them. Spirit or Allegiant flies to Roswell. I will be the leader that will sit there and I'll I'll pump them up and I'll be like, "All right, to battle!" And then when they all run, I'll be I'll I'll just wait. Oh, now if you say something like that to battle, that's a terroristic threat, and you're going to get like a ninja dart in your throat by our military. Not if I'm off. Not if I'm away from them and I send everybody else. I'll be like the military guy that sends everybody else in. The Air Force uses ninja darts. Yes, in this situation, (laughs) we do. And and Ryder, I hate to break it to you, but the closest you can get to it, you can't see anything. You're like over over berms and ridges. I don't have. To. I'm going to send all of them in to go get it and oh. then come back with it. Is that a flight into like Reno? And then no, would you leave uh, Reno? Well, the employees that fly in and out of there to work fly in and out of Palm Springs. So it be Palm Springs and then oh. driving north. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's work on that. Drew, what have you learned today? I learned in the What Are You Kidding Me stories that the average American spends $120,000 in dating in their lifetime. Except just, for you, Drew. That's an outrage. <laughs> Except for me. That's right. <laughs> Well, since my girlfriend, show, yeah, since my girlfriend and I aren't married, I guess you can consider everything I spend. You could technically put that in the dating category. Okay, Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that Lisa Kudrow, who played Phoebe on Friends, has never actually watched Friends. Yeah. And what I want to know is, when she sits on the couch and has twenty-two minutes to kill, what does she watch? The Office. <laughs> Clearly, obviously, didn't she make an appearance on The Office one time? Yeah, no. I think she did. No. I think she did she once. No, I, I think, think so. she did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she might have remember like, like, a small cameo, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, Ryder. Uh, what about you? What'd you learn today? Well, I learned that there is a planet out there that could be habitable for human life. And we're going or alien life. It's 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 Mega Earth. I, I call it me M E. Right. It's Mega Earth. It's, it's, a, it's a planet like 10 times bigger than Earth. It's an M-class yeah. planet, and we are keeping a list of Kay. Fitz's Space Force of people who can go with us Woo. if they believe in it. Right now, we're all going, but but uh, Drew, do you want to go with us I or not? I do not, because I well, think your odds of getting that planet well, are just about equal fine. to your odds of seeing you know dead what? aliens at Area 51. <laughs> You're not welcome to go to K218B then. You can't go to me, Mega Earth. It's Mega Earth. Mega Earth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Have a great day. If you want to be in our Space Force, just send us a message on Facebook. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin'. See you tomorrow. And think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.